welcome to the Become a Writer Today podcast with Brian Collins. Here you'll find practical advice and interviews for all kinds of writers. Hi there, this is Brian Collins from Become a Writer Today. And in this podcast episode, I want to talk about four of the most common fears that new writers and people who set out to write a book for the first time often have. And to talk about these fears, I want to tell you a little bit about my writing journey. You see, when I was in my early 20s, you know, I decided I wanted to become a writer and I said I wanted to write a book. But there was just one problem. I wasn't writing anything at all. You see, I believed I wasn't ready to write and I needed some anointed mentor in a tweed jacket to pull me aside and say, Brian, now is your time. And I became jealous of the success of people around me, the the journalists I went to, to college with and the other students in a creative writing class I was in. And I fell sick by my lack of progress. So I joined an advanced creative writing and nonfiction writing workshop in Dublin. And on the second evening, the instructor said every student had to submit a short story or a personal essay. And I was afraid when he told me this because I hadn't written a short story or a personal essay in years. But I didn't want the class or the instructor to notice because a writer in a writing class who doesn't write is a fraud. So I went home that night and I wrote and I wrote that night and on the following night. And I wrote until I finished my first short story. And it was terrible. The instructor told me this later, but that didn't matter. You see, I'd taken my first step towards facing my fear of writing. Now I'm going to explain the four most common fears you must overcome if you're going to become a successful writer. Fear number one, I don't know where to start. Look, starting to write is tough. For years, I couldn't start. I'd open up my word processor and then I'd switch to my internet browser for research or I'd answer email or I'd see if there was something I wanted to buy on Amazon or I'd check my bank balance and get a little bit depressed and it would go on like this and I'd disappear down a rabbit hole of meaningless internet searches and doing anything but the most important work of any writer. But then I learned how to create triggers for my writing and these triggers included brewing a cup of coffee, setting a timer for how long I want to write and disconnecting from the internet. My routine for becoming a writer involves doing these things at the same time each morning or sometimes in the evening. And when I'm finished writing, then I'll browse the internet or read the news or watch a movie or exercise or even go to sleep. You see, it's a ritual and it means I don't have to think about the act of starting to write. And to an outsider, this ritual might look boring, but it helps me start. And that's more exciting than anything I can do with my free time. If you're having trouble starting, remember, it's your job to turn up and do the work. In The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield writes, We're facing dragons too, fire-breeding griffins of the soul who we must outfight and outwit to reach the treasure of our self in potential and to release the maiden who was God's plan and destiny for ourselves and the answer to why we're put on this planet. So once you've learned to turn up, consider it a victory to write for 10 minutes without getting distracted. And then the next day, aim for 15 minutes. And the day after that, well, try for 20. Let these small personal victories accumulate over time and you will become a writer. Fear number two, who am I to write? Over the past few years, I've written several books, including The Power of Creativity, as well as a novella and The Art of Writing a Nonfiction Book. And while I was writing one of these books, I actually said to myself, what right do you have to write a book about creativity? And I still think that, you see, I also knew I'd spent hours researching creativity methods and studying how other 
artists come up with ideas and I'd read dozens of books on the topic and I knew enough to organise my thoughts into a book. So I gave myself permission to write a book because writers must start somewhere. So if you're wondering who am I to write a non-fiction book or who am I to write an article or a blog post or a novella, give yourself permission to start. If it's difficult, remind yourself that everyone who wants to become a writer must start somewhere and now is your time. Look, Helen Keller wrote the story of her life when she was 22. Anne Frank wrote her autobiography when she was just 15. And Franz Kafka finished his first novel in his 20s. Then there's the author and poet Charles Bukowski, who didn't publish his first novel, Post Office, until he was 50. So yes, these are different types of examples from writers and authors who found success at various ages. But what they all did is they answered the question, who am I to write? And then they started their book or their articles or the poetry. And you should too. Fear number three, I can't finish. Finishing what you started writing is often harder than starting. When I was in my mid-twenties, I spent years struggling to finish writing anything at all. I wrote dozens of short stories and abandoned them. I thought of articles I wanted to write for newspapers and I went as far as researching them, but I never actually finished writing these articles. There wasn't any one moment when I learned how to finish my work and become a writer. Instead, I got a job as a journalist writing for a newspaper. And there, I had to finish my articles by a deadline because if I didn't, the editor would fire me. I know this because he called me into his office one day after I missed the big deadline, told me, Brian, take a seat. And he said, Brian, if you can't finish your articles on time, then you don't deserve to get paid. And a writer who doesn't get paid, it will be an unemployed writer. In other words, He was going to fire me. So I stopped polishing my articles until they were perfect and I finished them. And on more than one occasion, my editor sent the articles back to me saying I'd left out an important paragraph or my introduction needed reworking. And this type of criticism made me want to quit at first. And on other occasions, the sub-editors of the papers reworked my article entirely. And having my work been taken apart like this felt brutal, but at least I was getting paid to write. I learned from the feedback of my editor and from these sub-editors and I learned by finishing what I'd started writing. So if you're having trouble finishing your articles or your books or stories, I recommend that you set an artificial deadline and stick to it. You could enter contests and submit your articles to magazines or to websites when these deadlines elapse. Or you could make a public commitment to a group of people you trust, like a writing group or readers of your blog or perhaps people that you're sharing your stories with. You see, as you get into the habit of finishing your work, you will win more opportunities to gain feedback about your writing. This will give you the confidence to keep writing and it will help you improve at your craft. In other words, it's only through finishing that you can close the gap between what you want to express and what comes out on the blank page. Fear number four, they'll judge me. I don't always like recording episodes like this or writing articles on the topics of my fears because they're hard work and they're more personal than, you know, writing a guide to a challenging topic or reviewing something or talking about something I did. You see, what's to enjoy about revealing a job didn't work out, that I was lazy or that my writing failed or that I missed my deadlines in some way? But then there's Stephen King. In On Writing, Stephen King says, write with the door closed, rewrite with the door open. So you see, I could lock myself away in a room and you could too, and we could just work on our drafts in isolation, always trying to get it perfect, but never finishing anything at all because we're too afraid of being rejected and of what people will think. 
If you're struggling with the fear of people judging your work, what I would say to you is spend more time creating and writing than you do consuming and then get into the habit of showing the world what you've created in some small way and let them judge it in all its ugly imperfections. Respond if you need to and move on because it's better to be judged than to be ignored. So how could you do this? Well, if you're writing fiction, you could publish extracts of your work on Wattpad or you could enter, which is a social media network for fiction writers, or you could enter uh, flash fiction or short story contests. If you're a nonfiction writer, you could start a blog, which I talked about earlier. Or perhaps if you don't want to start a blog, you could publish your articles and essays on a social media network like Medium. Or you could even say to yourself, I'm going to publish a short book on Amazon sometime over the next four months. Or you could join a creative writing group and start sharing your work with people in this group. And I, I found this particularly helpful once I got over the fact that my writing wasn't good enough. The idea is you must get out of just writing alone in isolation in your room and start getting feedback from other people who aren't just your, you know, your spouse or your, one of your parents or your best friend. Because this feedback is key for improving at your craft. So I hope you can see from this podcast episode that it's normal to be afraid of starting to write something if you haven't written much before, or it's normal to be afraid of finishing your work and showing it to the world and then worrying about how other people will react to what you've spent time writing. Of course, the best way to conquer these fears is to face them. I still get rejected. I submit articles to publications and magazines and the editors turn me down. You know, sometimes I publish books and I try to sell them on Amazon and I look at my sales report for the month and it isn't quite where I'd like it to be. Or perhaps I publish articles on my blog and I spend hours writing these articles. But then when I look at my analytics, I realize that not many people have actually read them or engaged with them. What I always try to do is use this information to adjust my approach next time and to improve at my craft. And you can too. You see, to become a writer, rejection is going to wait for you at the beginning, in the middle and at the end of your work. It goes where you go because everybody who succeeds gets rejected at some point. But by turning up and creating, you'll cut through your fears of writing. And even if some people reject your work, others will embrace it. The next blog you pitch may accept your ideas. You could win the next contest you enter. The next interview you request you make for a chapter in your book could be accepted. But to become a writer, you must write today. You must write now. You must write like your life depends on it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you did, please leave a rating on the iTunes store. And if you want to accomplish more with your writing, please visit becomearitertoday.com forward slash join and I'll send you a free email course. Thanks for listening.